Breath Hub. Take a deep breath. Deep conversations are starting. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Deep Conversations by Breath Hub. I have a lovely, beautiful, beautiful lady with me. Hello. Uh, she's a yoga teacher, but I will let her introduce <laughs> herself <laughs> traditionally. Yeah. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Thank so you for being here. I'm excited. It's all moving fast. I mean, it's in this massive stage of global awakening at the moment. Yeah. So coming into these holistic practices, it's a really exciting time to be able to share these things with yeah. people. So just to introduce myself, my name is Shana. I am a yoga and meditation teacher. And obviously I teach a specific style of breath work as well. And over the last year, I've managed to reach thousands of people to help them overcome any sort of mental health issues, any tension in mind and body. So that's a little bit about myself. Yeah, and I know you're doing amazing work with breath work, teaching yoga the whole time. You've been traveling, you're planning to travel. I listen to all these amazing stories. Yeah. And maybe, I mean, uh, if it's not too private for you, like mm -hmm. why, why was, what was the reason you started uh, on this path, like yeah, breath sure. work and meditation and yoga? Like, how did this whole thing start for you? So for me, I think it's important to be transparent of my story because I've said it a few times before, where I grew up, I grew up in an area where children weren't so privileged. Um, I grew up around a lot of poverty and I could have really seen myself through two separate paths in life. One of them could have been very dark where I made a lot of wrong decisions and sort of... Um, ended up spiraling my life out of control in a sense. And mm. I was 16, I moved out very young because I was forced to live on my own from that age. And as you know, at that age, you just want to be with your friends and stuff. So I didn't necessarily yeah. have my parents guiding me. So I ended up one day stumbling across some videos on YouTube about meditation, about self-expansion, about raising your vibration into these places of love, forgiveness, kindness, all of these things. And for whatever reason, it really resonated with me. I just, mm. the penny dropped and I was like, oh, okay, this seems really interesting. So I started looking into it and I started doing meditation practices when I was 17. And it absolutely Beautiful. changed my life around because as I say, I could have really gone down a very dark path. Mm. And when I started meditating, it's like, well, all of these amazing opportunities started coming my way. I became way more in tune with who I am as a person. And I just felt this unbelievable, like overwhelming feeling of love and kindness towards all other people as well. So not long after I started meditating, I ended up leaving my home, going traveling in Australia for a year and a half, which is not a common thing in my area at all. <laughs> so from those experiences, I just found it expanded me massively. And that's why now yeah. I want to dedicate my life to sharing these practices with people that may be off the path of life because we can't always come back yeah. to that source, you know, but sometimes life is difficult, it's challenging, we experience yeah, and stress. and you're so young and you, you like starting meditation, 17, I can't even imagine. I was in my 30s when I started meditation, like strictly, mm. you know, and it's amazing. I mean, how, yeah, of course, how connected you became probably, like how your life started changing. It's beautiful to watch that, especially for a young woman like you, mm. you know, happen. It's just, just amazing. I'm sure you're going to change a lot of people's lives. Yeah, I mean, that's that's my sole purpose, you yeah, know. I, like, I really feel like yeah. it is because, as I said before on many podcasts, it's like 
I've always had a fear of standing in front of people and speaking. I'm very like loud in my social groups, but when it comes to standing in a class <laughs> and teaching people, like honestly, three years ago, you would have seen me like bright red, trembling, like, oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> petrified. So I had to overcome all of my ego and all of my own self doubts to be able to teach people to heal themselves the same way I healed myself. And that's why I think people often look at, look at people like me and yourself, like we're healers. And yeah. it's like, well, I'm only gonna teach people the tools that I had to heal myself so that they can do the same, so that we can yeah. transcend beyond these feelings of anger, resentment, of separation, and come into these places of unconditional love, of unity, of knowing that we're more than we've ever been led to believe, you know? We all have a power inside of us. Yeah. It's like activating that warrior spirit, that goddess yeah. energy, you know? Yeah, it's also very interesting. I mean, for me, like watching you, watching people like you, the young generation, the old generation, like who want to, you know, tap into a different level in their consciousness mm -hmm. and who want to become more and who want to experience more of life. It's just beautiful. And yet I can still believe that there are still some people who don't choose that. It's kind of like, I mean, in my world, it's kind of like even a bit weird. Like, why wouldn't anybody want to become more of themselves? Why mm -hmm. would anybody want to settle and my question would be have you figured out the reason of that like why do you think people are like settling with what they have instead of you know going out there and you know for more like why why do some people not go out there to travel and to learn and mm. to experience different levels of consciousness like why do you think because because in deep in my heart, because I've been now meditating for over 15 years, mm -hmm. and although I started late because I'm getting older, you know, around 50 I mean, now. Okay, that's what I'm saying. The elixir of youth is here. Work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and with all the meditation work I've been doing, like you said, you know, the moment you started meditation, you felt like your heart opening and yeah, becoming this kind. I think we have, we have this. I mean, our natural selves is just love. You yeah, know, just pure course. love. And and um, I can't even imagine why people wouldn't want to tap into that, like, mm. you know, which is beyond this physical limiting because the physical limits us. You it know? does, it's just massively. Sincerely, it's if you only think of yourself as a physical being and if you don't have the ability, the capability, the methods, the tools to go beyond, you feel like stuck and... Like, how do people stay there? What's what's your idea? I feel like, know? I don't know, obviously, the way society raises us in this day and age, we're very exposed to materialism, to physical aspects around us, you know, to external distractions. And everyone sort of builds up this comfort zone. So we're in our comfort zone, our homes, these living rooms, which I was explaining to someone the other day, like, a living room is not a living room. You're sitting in there watching a TV, wasting your life away, you know? If anything, <laughs> it's the complete opposite. It's about yeah. stepping outside the comfort zone zone going into the unknown and exploring and I think for me obviously I moved out of my house very young it's like I was forced out of my comfort zone and I believe that's what helped me to learn and expand and grow beyond those things so for many people they've been in their comfort zone for so long and they become very attached to these external material distractions and physical things and stuff you know but actually what we all need to do is learn to go within 
but that's just not something that's ever been taught to us. And this is why people are getting so out of touch with themselves. Because as I say, we're always clutching onto the things around us. But everything we need is inside, in a sense. And so, distractions. Distractions, constantly, you know. And that's what we teach in yoga and meditation. As you know, monkey mind. We can't even sit in stillness for as little as five seconds sometimes. Because the mind's so used to this external distraction. And people then become frustrated. They try meditation once. They do five seconds. They think, I can't still my mind. But that's because the mind is so used to da -da 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 -da, so much fast all the time yeah. you know so it's like unfortunately it's a shame that most people will hit rock bottom until they try something different yeah. and this is why what you guys are doing what we're all doing together they want, yeah they yeah. want it like straight away and they just want it in physical you know they want those results but we don't realize when we sit in stillness when we go inside that's when we download this peace this wisdom and for me of course when i meditated i came into this place of love And I love this saying, uh, we always say, level of vibrational energy, that spells love. And when we raise our vibration mm. into that feeling of love, we transcend yeah. beyond all of those dense energies, the material energies, because we yeah. re realize that that's just a small aspect of this whole life we're living. We need to let go of that attachment because it just yeah. weighs us down. So yeah, I think it is, it's the resistance to step beyond the comfort zone, unfortunately, for many yeah. people. And and I think it's it's a big step for anybody who's listening to us because anybody who is already doing breath work and like using breath hub or meditating already who knows you know how to raise their you know, frequency vibration or whatever you're doing can connect with what we're saying for people who are new to breathing or who are new to meditation I think the most important thing is like I see a lot of people actually like wanting to become successful and like people have because of our natural selves, people have goals and people are ambitious about stuff. I think the message uh, we can give to those people is that you can't be that you want mm -hmm. unless you stop and start connecting with the power inside your being. It's like people yep. think they can reach their goals by working hard. And that's even like funny, you know, nothing could be funnier than that. People are mm -hmm. conditioned that, you know, if they work more, they will earn more. If they, you know, exercise more, they'll get in shape. If they do this and they'll be healthy. No, 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 no. It's all about, it's not about that. It's all about connecting within. And you know? nature as well, you know. It's all about connecting with yourself, connecting with your nature, connecting with the nature. Mm -hmm. It's all about stopping and stopping the distractions and tuning in. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's the biggest message, like, you we're know, where you want to reach to. We're yeah. beings, we're not human doings running around all the time like yeah. headless chickens, you know. <laughs> and I have high energy, as you can all tell, I'm very fast. <laughs> but I'm still able to go into this moment of stillness when I need to. Because if I don't, it's like the mind is just constant, you know. And this is when anxiety comes in. This is when depression comes in. This is when people start to develop illnesses on the body because they're just never going within and coming to this place of stillness. And you're and also a great example for people to understand that being fast mm. is not unhealthy no. it's like you can be fast you can be a fast going individual and you can still have balance exactly it's so true and just to add as well it's like all these people i'm working with what you were saying before so i'm working with people of all different walks of life some people have never had any money for example and i'm working with some people that are elite and have a lot of money and all these material abundances and the funny thing is the people that don't have anything they think they have the most stresses in the world because they don't have that support 
But actually what I'm seeing very commonly is these people with material abundance, with money and stuff, they're actually suffering way greater inside. It's like they have these deeper levels of depression because their whole life they've been working to acquire these things. And the more they acquire, it's like they still realize they haven't gained this inner peace and they want more and more and more. So they end up getting more and more depressed the more they acquire. Yeah. So it's actually kind of, it's a bit of a curse sometimes, not always, of course, but some of these people, you know, it's like they think it's all, again, external material abundance, but it's not abundance is within. And that's all in the place of the heart, you know, yeah. coming into unconditional love, realizing that we're all one. Like we are all brothers and sisters from every yeah. walk of life. There's no separation between any of us, but everyone's got these walls around them, their own comfort zone. But if we diminish mm. these walls and we allow ourselves to love, to be open with one another, it's like yeah. we diminish those feelings of depression, of material attachment, you know? So I think think it's a great time with everything that's happening because I do think people are starting to come into that realization in a sense yeah you know? what what was kind of like the biggest moment in your own experience with breath work like kind of like the biggest transformational moment okay so for my personal yeah, one so yeah. and then I'm gonna ask yeah in your in, in your with your students <laughs> so the biggest one for me was I was in Thailand when I was doing a yoga course and I was on a like self-healing mission. So I was doing like seven hours of yoga a day. I was eating just fruit and vegetables. I mean, I do try to in the UK, but you know, it's a little bit more difficult. But I was just eating very clean and I was mm. doing lots of self-healing practices and very in the zone, like spending many hours, like meditating, doing like mindful activities. And the first time I ever done the breath work, which I teach, and I've done pranayamas for many years and I've done meditation for maybe 10 years prior to this so I was doing it with my friend and he was like trust me this is going to be really intense and I'm thinking no it's not like I've done it all before it's not going to be that intense <laughs> so anyway we've done the breathing because our music producers we create the music for Wim Hof as well mm -hmm. and the soundtrack for whatever reason it really takes you into that yeah. state like yeah. pff, you know yeah. so I was doing this breathwork session and about 10 minutes in, my hands are at my face vibrating, you know, when you really tap yeah. into the pranic body. My bodies. first session was like that oh, as well. Oh, it was so incredible. And my I first really breathwork had, session. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the first one, like literally got, and Mine wasn't here, mine was there. Yeah. But it was like... <laughs> in the universe. And I had like the most profound um, astral projection. Like I'd found myself in an Amazonian rainforest. I was then in the desert with these red Indians, all places that I'd never really looked into mm. before, but it was so clear and concise you know like shamans they'll take people on um, yeah. plant medicine retreats or something so they'll have these like psychedelic experiences something similar to that and that's what it was like for my breath work but it was like the most deep overwhelming feeling of like love and protection and just knowing because I was going through very dark times during this mm time which is why I'd obviously gone to heal myself because I'd been through some difficult situations in life and that I just had that overwhelming feeling that like it was like don't worry everything that happens happens exactly as it should and you know your bad experiences they're impermanent don't worry and it might be protecting you from something even worse that's happening so it's yeah. like I just had this like beautiful surrender in a sense is like just surrender to life don't attach to your worries you know that feeling yeah, of impermanence yeah. I, I feel like ancestors speaking to you as exactly well. and from that moment on I was like wow like I need to teach this to people and that's when I let go of my fear of speaking in front because I was like if I'm feeling this I need everyone else to feel this and remember yeah. their power so that's why I now dedicate my life to teaching this to people yeah 
Yeah, same here. It's been it's been a long journey for me. I'm kind of like at the end of the journey. You're at the beginning because I'm yeah. kind of I have been teaching breath work for such a long time. It was kind of like my calling was like, okay, I have trained over forty thousand people wow. in my seminars, workshops, and this and that. And now was, and I was kind of like millions of people has to know about this, like millions of people, if they can. And I've been seeing in my own experience, I think you start, I mean, I believe you started seeing that as well. Not all people are ready for that depth. Mm -hmm. It's it's like I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. Yeah. But like I enjoyed it 20 years back then, 22 years ago. But right now I wouldn't enjoy the same kind of session because people also change. And when you look at the masses, if I want to bring, bring breath work to masses, uh, I need some, like, I can't bring this work, like this depth to masses because not not many people will be interested in it. Of like course. there are people like us who want the depth and, you know, transformation, who need the transformation. Like, how can we do that? So that's why, like, my next step, my calling was obviously breath up because I wanted people to at least you know, start breath work, do it for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, because mm -hmm. you don't always have to do a two hour breathing session, one hour breathing session, you can go ahead and split it in pieces. And if you do, I mean, I promise you, anybody listening to us, if you can dedicate, you know, your 10 minutes, 15 minutes every day to regular breath work, yeah. you will get there eventually. It's like, it doesn't yeah. have to be like a, you know, if you don't want that, because <laughs> Not many people feel comfortable with that. Of course. You know, you can go, you know, calmly one by one, like 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day. And then if you continue with that, it's like breath itself is it's so like magical. Up, it's it? like, yeah, it has such a wisdom. Well, it's like the breath is the connection between mind and body and spirit and body as well, you know. So it's like yeah. we're tapping into those pranic. And I feel like everyone experiences what they need to experience at the time. So, for example, I've yeah. never, ever had another experience like that one time I did. I mean, I've yeah. had yeah. ones yeah. not as intense, but that's because I think I really needed it at that time, you know. Yeah. And because I was doing maybe seven to nine hours of, like, self-work every day. It's like I really just went full whack into yeah. the chakra system, you know. So yeah. for people in my classes, they won't always have these visualizations. But a yeah. lot of people in my classes recently have been telling me they've been seeing colors, which will obviously be related to the chakras yeah. i've had women actually tell me in three separate sessions in the last two weeks that they've met their passed away parents and their mm. parents are telling them don't worry i'm only gone in the physical i'm here with you in energy yeah i did i did meet classes. yeah i did meet with Ooh. uh yeah dead i mean passed away ones yeah you know the soul a, few, connection. A, a few people yeah with soul connection and i've experience some past lives some crazy stuff like mm. anything can happen anything i mean on the consciousness level i think it's important for people to understand also for us to tap into different levels of consciousness we need to use our breathing there's no other way it's like people are trying like you have also been meditating doing yoga but then breath work it's hit because yeah. it's like yeah, it's like if you want, if you are someone listening to us right now, and if you want to reach to different levels of consciousness, trust me, like I have tried everything. I'm almost 50 now. You can only do this with breath work. You, yeah, you know, there's true. no other way because consciousness is the breath. 
Exactly. And you I know, have goosebumps when you say yeah. that because it re- it's so true. It really is. Yeah, you, you just can't. No. I mean, with mind work, with this work, with that work, you know, just come back to breathing every time. And it's an, such an ancient practice. And what was the most amazing moment you experienced with your students? So with my students, so I probably jumped the gun on that one, but that was probably in the last two mm. weeks because I think... Um, Well, obviously, as we know, teaching in the UK, I have to keep it quite science based. So it's all about the science. And just to add as well as this for anyone that's listening, obviously, there is a spiritual side to this. And we are working directly with the Nadis, the chakra system. But as well as that, we're working with the science of the human vessel. And as we know, globally at the moment, number one killer is cardiovascular related illnesses, you know. So we're working to learn to breathe correctly, to keep the immune system healthy and strong, to keep both hemispheres of the brain balance and also to rid anyone of anxiety depression because that's the number one disability globally at the moment as well and it's seeping into children as young as 11 12 and you know unfortunately the way the world's going it's like everyone's relying on pharmaceuticals now to overcome these problems in the mind and it's like no if we go back to the breath you can literally switch your mind from being in fight and flight into rest and digest in five minutes and that's what it's all about training the subconscious so yeah as i was saying before my most profound experiences in my classes because i now have these huge sound bowls so i'm doing sound therapy as well as the breath work which really sends the pranic bodies into full whack but was these ladies that in the space of a week telling me that they had met their passed away parents. And also I've had one woman telling me she was seeing a hyena or a lion. And wow. so funny at the uh, end of one of my sessions, I had this guy, it was his first time. And Deep he was shamanic, no? Yeah, very shamanic. And the thing is, someone told me not long ago that I, I have a shaman calling and I was like, no, because that's like a man's thing. But my name's Shana. So when I go to type yeah, my name Shana on the phone, it keeps auto-correcting me to shaman. It's very strange. <laughs> and this is also why and I'm being called to strange. Ibiza at the moment. Yeah. So there's all these things coming together. But... um yeah, this guy, he texts me later on in the evening because he's like, I didn't want to say anything in the class because I didn't want to come across as crazy. Because, you know, unfortunately in the UK, we're not really open about speaking about our experiences. He said, I saw a lion staring at me the whole time during the session. He's like, am I losing my mind? I was like, no, like <laughs> no. look up the meanings of a spirit animal now. And it was pretty much telling him that he needs to stop trying to prove himself so much in his surroundings. And this is what everyone's trying to do all the time. You know, yeah. I'm going to prove myself because everyone judges me. But it's like, no, if we no. tap into our love, our own purpose, we eradicate any need to impress anyone around us, you know. So I was like, you're not crazy at all. This is a very significant <laughs> message for you. And he was like, wow, like yeah. almost in tears of like overwhelmingness of how relevant it had meant to him at that time. So, yeah, that's the most profound when I have people telling me they're seeing animals, they're seeing colors. And the thing is, these people have never heard about chakras before. And if I go into my class and I speak about chakras to begin, people are a bit like, "Mm, that's a bit strange. I don't want to hear it. They sort of build that resistance because it's out the comfort zone. So that's why I speak about the science. I speak about the immune system. And then during the session, they'll see a color. And afterwards, I say, what color did you see? And then I'll tell them which chakra that relates to. And then all of a sudden, they're like white now because they're like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. But it's like, I'll tell, I'll let you feel yeah, like the chakra. expression I tell opening you. your heart or, yeah. Exactly. And so yeah, many amazing. people at the minute are seeing the color blue because everyone's not speaking their truth right now. Everyone's keeping their truth very yeah. deep inside, you know? So, so yeah. many, I'm seeing the color blue. And I'm like, that's course, because we need to learn the yeah. throat. Be free. Allow yeah. yourself. And actually, I mean, what I find also amazing is the whole chakra system. And it's it was kind of like when you look back 500 years ago, it was it was the science. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of the nadis and the chakras, it's kind of like 
and and it, I think it's very easy to. Uh, I think even explain it scientifically. I mean, basically, w what I'm going to tell is, you know, for people who are kind of like ooh, two chakras and the whole nut is when you all all or breathing, when you look at the body, the body is dead in itself. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like if we didn't have those chakras, whirling energies that could actually magnetize the breath life, this body wouldn't be functioning. So it's kind mm -hmm. of like it's kind of like the electric when you look at breathing breath is kind of like the electricity of the body when there is no electricity there is no life this doesn't function it's just dead yeah you take your first breath you're alive you give your last breath you die so it's kind of like for this whole body to function and for it to magnetize breathing it needs those whirling energies those are the chakras and the nadis so it's kind of like they're all around us which are like absorbances like they do like yeah you know yeah. And they absorb the whole life force energy. But whenever there are problems in the chakras because of our thinking patterns and conditions, because that absorbent energy, it just slows down. Yeah. And then it starts not being able to absorb life energy. Mm -hmm. Then we start having all these symptoms and sicknesses wherever the chakras close down. So it's basically, you can imagine chakras kind of like whirling energies all yeah the wheel the that's what like it translates to as well as chakra is wheel so it's like wheels yeah like clocks. magnets you know like up. magnets mm -hmm. attracting the whole life energy i think it's you know simple and yeah and all the add and adhd like with you know elementary schools and like primary secondary children have learning disorders attention deficit mm -hmm. disorders due to breathing disorders yep. it's, yeah it's it's like yeah crazy well, that's what i mean incorrect breathing it even it influences your cognitive function doesn't it and i yeah. didn't know all of this before i learned the science of breath and it's like so many people they breathe into the chest yeah. and if someone has a panic attack it's hyperventilation through the chest because it's constantly activating that receptor for fight yeah. and flight so when we learn to use the full diaphragm which so many people don't do and i always use this example but buddha his depiction with a huge belly he's yeah. not actually obese yeah but it amplifies it um sorry what's the word it highlights that we should highlights, breathe yeah, into the yeah, stomach yeah. you know because yeah. that's where we find those receptors for rest and digest and yeah. yeah, ground, and grounding, being at yeah, peace, being at yeah. calm, non-reactive. Yeah, and it's teaches. basically oxygen, right? I mean, it's it's like the 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 better you breathe, the more oxygen you'll have in the brain, mm -hmm. in the whole body. You will learn faster, and you will be much more awake. And uh, yeah, yeah. How do you see yourself evolve? Like, what's your vision? My vision is to help the youth. In yes. a way, okay. yeah, because I feel like if we heal the children, we heal the future. If we yeah. teach children from a young age to be in this place of self-love and kindness to others and also to breathe correctly so it's habitually stored into this child's subconscious mind so that when they grow up, we don't have to battle anxiety and depression when we're yeah. 40, 30, 50, you know, because it's harder to teach someone at that age. The brain becomes more rigid. So from a young yeah. age, if we're teaching children to meditate and mind state elevate, that's what I like to say, we're going to influence them to grow into healthy strong adults you know and then when we have that we've changed yeah. the world in a sense yeah that's why we give them free membership to schools oh really <laughs> oh well, there we go then perfect yeah. that's what yeah, it's all about students yeah it's all about that yeah yes. it's all about supporting the youth and the young generation and 
Yeah, and you're planning for a trip, right? Yeah. You like teaching around, and let's talk about that a little. So, When yeah. When are you going on a trip, done a and van what's the plan? I've done a van up with my partner, so I'm going to be doing a soma and yoga on wheels, which is breath work and yoga pretty much driving through Europe, and then over to Spain, where I'm going to be teaching in Ibiza for a few months. Wow. Um, got lots of my friends from Thailand in the island at the moment so lots of holistic practices and different workshops happening mm -hmm. so yeah that's what we're going to be doing we're going to stop off in a few countries along the way to Spain and obviously just share this message of coming back into our power of using the breath to strengthen mind yeah. and body together and also to come I put such an emphasis on this warrior spirit at the minute and just remembering yeah. our power you know because everyone's just a little bit confused at the minute with yeah, everything yeah. that's happening in the world yeah. and also coming back into this place of unification because the one thing that we all do we all breathe so we've all got that in common you know so when yeah. we come together and we breathe together we unite we exactly yeah. and um i think it's is it breath it translates to conspire in latin or something to breathe together conspire that's mm. what it is so when we breathe together we're raising this vibration yeah. as one and we're lifting the vibration of our environment and all of that yeah. so That's my heart's mission at the moment. I'm not 100% yeah. sure how it's going to happen you just won't. yet. But when we follow the heart, you know, these things yeah. just happen. So, yeah. yeah, if anyone listening is in Europe over the next four to five months, yeah, watch out for some Soma and Yoga on Wheels, guys. Good. Soma and Yoga on Wheels. I love it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. This was an awesome conversation. Thank you. Yeah, deep, thank deep. You so and much. I have one last question for you. Although you have not thought about it, maybe... What would be the, I mean, it's early for you, but what would be the one thing you would like humanity to get or learn or understand before you die? What would you like to see happening before you die? Um, to remember that we are unconditionally loving beings, you know, the same way a mother will nurture her child. This is the place that we need to come back into for self-fulfillment, to nurture our environment, because when we realize we live from our environment, our environment gives back to us, you know, so... Yeah, that's what I want to see humanity to dissolve all of these walls of separation, to come back into this place of oneness, to remember that our, our, our whole life is pretty much based around being loving and kind beings. It's nothing to do with our material possessions, all these things that weigh us down. It's about leaving a legacy behind for being a yeah. kind and free and loving human, you know, so that's my goal in this life i believe at the moment yeah. but that might change we don't know yet <laughs> yeah and you want humanity to tap into that level of love and unconditional and acceptance and yeah and remember how yeah. powerful you are yeah, honestly bit, remember yeah. your power everyone yeah, because you've got powerful. so much of it i yeah. think what was it i was watching um a scientific talk and inside every single cell of our body there's trillions of volts of electricity so we're literally like walking nuclear yeah. bombs you know yeah. and everyone just thinks oh we don't really have any energy we are pure <laughs> infinite energy yeah you know? it's so impossible it's... to not to have energy it's like your mm -hmm. whole system is <laughs> exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this machine yeah going on thank you so much thank this you. was awesome lovely thank you yeah thanks for watching thanks for listening i'll see you in the next episode Bye. thank you everybody <laughs>